0: Welcome to Music and Medicine. Welcome to Music and Medicine. Welcome to Music and Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Motion Lewis. Welcome to Music and Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Moshe Lewis. I'm so excited today to be joined by this amazing artist and songwriter, Oga Otamala. He joins us from Atlanta and has such an important song to sing and message to give of positivity, peace, love, and unity. Welcome, Oga.
1: Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here with you, Dr. Lewis. Absolutely. I wanted to kind of find out some of the beginnings of
0: how you started getting interested in music. I know we had talked a little bit offline about you literally uh, building you know your first uh, instruments from scratch. How did you how did you get inspired to start getting involved more in music?
1: Well, uh, it happened in my village back in Nigeria. Yes. Uh, Benue State. Uh, in the land of Igede tribe, where where I come from. Um, I was just a little boy in elementary school and I was fascinated with storytelling. Yes. And in my elementary school, we used to have a course called Storytelling Time. And that used to be one of my favorites. Classes in the school, yeah. apart from their academics, um, I made my first guitar out of bamboo. Wow. Um, the only music uh, that I was familiar with in my village was the music of my culture. Yes, uh, my father was not so much into it. Uh, my mom was a part of a female group mm. uh, called Ihi. That is uh, the group name in English. Will be translated respect. Mm.
2: Wow. Yes,
1: and they used to make up songs, and uh, they have these bamboo pieces that they use like uh, for clapping to make beat right. for music. That was my first exposure apart from the cultural rhythms and dances, which was uh, normally displayed during social events, uh, funerals, celebration. And then they bring out the masquerade. Mm. But I was not really into that. Um, I was a kid that was much, into myself as far as I never used to hang around other kids like go out and play that kind of a thing. I was much of a loner. Mm. Love to get away, explore, right. take risk and think. Yeah. So I decided one day to cut a bamboo and uh, he made a guitar out of bamboo tree, with a small calabash as my sound box, sure. And I played, made, made, make up some songs,
2: sure.
1: And I uh, played for my parents, and they were excited because sure, sure. they never saw anything like that, right. And uh, I took that to my elementary school during the story t- t- telling time, right. And I played it, everybody in school was amazed to, from the teachers to the students right. to hear and see me play. So that was my beginning True. foray into the music. Then uh, during those elementary school years, mm-hmm. we were small kids. We used to walk some miles to the school and yes. walk back in the afternoon in groups. Right. Much like a cluster of friends. I had about four or five of my friends that we used to hang around together
2: sure.
1: from school and walk together home to the village. Right. And uh, there was a market square, is there still that market square still in my village that right. we used to pass through? And the traders that have shops, they kind of carry, you know, the stuff. You see, in regular grocery store, okay. you know, milk, bread, eggs, and stuff, you know, and uh, they also function like the f- pharmaceutical shops, right, where they sell uh, over-the-counter medicine. And um, there was one particular shop owner that had these big speakers Mm. and will put them in front of his shops and blare the sound out of them. Yes. And um, when I went to the place to see the speakers, I was very curious about the sound and the musicians who were singing, the music is sweet. All the kids, all the kids were focused on dancing and enjoying the music. I would walk around the speakers and look at the wires. The people I was curious to find out, the people that are singing, how did they get in the box? Uh, Yes. Sure. That was my the beginning of my sound engineering mm. uh, course. Yes. Curiosity. Yes. And I never told the shop owner of the, today, never uh, told them why I would walk around the speakers. Yes. And I know that they were playing the records, but how the musicians got inside the speakers and they are playing their instruments. Right. You know, there is no hole anywhere on the side of the speaker. That was very puzzling to me. Sure. And I used to say, when I grow up, I'm going to find out and learn how these people get inside these speakers.
2: Wow.
1: So that was my foray into music in the village. Mm. And from
0: there you kept writing, it sounds like. And then started-
1: yes, I kept making up songs. In <laughs> fact, I wrote one song about my people, mm-hmm. uh, mentioning all the names of the tribes. Yeah. My Igede tribe they has fourteen clans, wow. and there was, there were some disputes among them where they were almost going to the point of fighting a war. Right and um i was not interested in why people should fight each other over land yes you know for me it never makes sense and still till today doesn't make sense for people to fight over land everybody that is born gets to be old and die and they are buried in the land so as far as I am concerned, the land belongs to God, the Creator, yes. and all of us are just tenants on it. Yes, so okay. it never made sense. So I wrote a social anti-war songs, mm-hmm. calling my people for peace. Right. Yeah, that was one of my earlier songs that uh, earlier songs that I could remember. Sure. I made an album project, which I released back in Nigeria for my tribe. Mm. And that was still one of the songs, prominent songs on the CD. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Sure. So yeah. that was the beginning.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then how did you um, transition to the U.S. and and continue forward? Because that's obviously such a big... Um, jump, such a big leap for so many people. Yeah, it,
1: it was a progressive journey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I d- During my Form 3 in high school, right. after elementary school, which is like uh, Form 3 is the third year, okay. you have five years in high school in my country. Right. And uh, I went to the city to do vacation job so I could make some money as a student. I was a poor student from the village. Sure. And I saw somebody with a guitar, and the mm-hmm. guitar had incomplete strings. Right. There were three strings on the top, and two strings were missing. Right. And, uh, but I hung around him, and I would take the guitar and pick up melodies that I heard in my head. Yes. And I made some money. So I was able to go to a music shop with his help. And I bought a kind of a beginner's guitar.
2: Right.
1: And I started teaching myself how to play guitar. Yes. I didn't have a formal instruction. Mm. I instruct, instructor. Right. So I taught myself how to play and then. Stumble one day into one guy that used to work uh, f- for a television. He's late now. Right. Uh, he was in Netherlands studying mm. uh, on, uh, you know, like a broadcasting course.
2: Sure,
1: right. he, he was a skilled musician. And once I met him, I was curious for him to show me guitar chords right wow. and once he shows me the chords i go home that day i won't mm-hmm. sleep until i master them wow. the house i was staying with some of my relatives they used to drive me out of the house in the night that i was making noise <laughs> i would go and sit in the park and practice it through 2 3 a.m in the morning wow and uh, that was how i got discovered Mm-hmm. a youth copper who had a, pro, a program on television, a national television station of Nigeria, mm-hmm. the, uh, the branch of the, uh, the capital city of Benue, which is Makodi. Right. right. Um, he was passing one day, he heard me singing. So he branched to the park. Right and saw me and I introduced himself that he's a producer of a youth panorama. Sure. A youth program on TV. And he would like for me to come and sing for him. Nice. So I didn't have no, any idea that people make money right. from music. Sure. I went and played and he recorded me several songs. He asked me to come next week and every week I was going there and they were setting me up in different locations, some in the studio, some outside, uh, just put a mic in front of me and uh, I was writing a lot of songs. I wrote about racism before I came to America. I wrote about war a song for peace, an anti-war song. And I would play those songs. I was writing both religious songs about Christian faith, as well as social issues, as God was giving me revelations.
2: Right.
1: Wow. And uh, the next, I think, second or third week, he asked me that uh, I should go, did I get my money? I said, what money? He told me I should go to the account department that they have vouchers for the television to pay me for creating content. I said, wow. So I went to the account department and they cashed the vouchers for me. And for me as a student, that was a lot of money. Yes. And that was a lot more than I was making from my vacation job.
2: Sure.
1: And it was time now for me to go back after the summer holiday. Yes. So I had a lot of money, both to pay my school fees, mm-hmm. the money to spend for extra stuff.
2: Sure.
1: Wow. And uh, from uh, the television show, people started knowing me. They would see me on the street. Right. and say oh i saw you playing guitar and singing i love your music and then that opened the door for a radio youth from a producer yeah. uh, he was producing a program on the radio benue called right. youth uh, forum
2: right
1: and he started inviting me to the radio station too and I started making money from both station, the radio and TV. Right, wow. And uh, one day, I saw an article on a newspaper. I was a very curious uh, student. Uh, we, in those days, we didn't get much of you know foreign books or anything to read. Sure. If, if we see a piece of newspaper on the ground, right. we'll pick it and read it. Mm. So I saw an article on a newspaper advertisement for a national music competition in Lagos. Now, I have never been to any big city. Lagos is like New York or Nigeria. Yeah, a prominent city. So I got in the bus. That I was going to Lagos, I had no idea. Didn't know anybody there. I know where the auditorium. I cut the piece of the newspaper and kept it with me. So somebody saw me inside the bus. The uh, tour buses. The the they are like the greyhound bus. Here, he the guy knew knew me from television. So he saw me as a small boy going to Lagos. He says, do you know anybody in Lagos? I said, no. Do you have any persons contact? I said, no, I'm going for this competition. I I have always been a risk taker.
2: Yes.
1: And uh, he gave me the names of some students from my state that when I go to the university campus, I should ask for them. That because I'm from the same state, they will help me with a place to sleep and, uh, you know, where to find food to eat. So by the time I arrived in Lagos, it was two hours to the event. I didn't look for anybody, I went straight to the the university uh, theater where the event was holding. Yeah. When the organizers, some of them arrived, I introduced myself. I said, I'm from Benway. I've right. come to represent my state at a competition. They said, have you gone through the preliminary? I said, no. I never heard about it. Right. So that night, I slew my Goliath. I performed, and they, my name was not on the original list, they shortlisted to 42 people. Mm-hmm. I was the 43rd person. Mm-hmm. And uh, they shortlisted as uh, I kept performing, and the, my name keep coming out until they have the last five finalists. Mm-hmm. And when they announced the runner up and the next person, and now they were. Three of us standing. Well, they said know. the winner of this national competition and they announced my name. Wow. I was shocked and dumbfounded. Wow. You know, the competition was in three categories. You have to, it's called a national tricatlene. Mm. You have to write an original song, be okay. able to play it on an instrument of your choice, and okay. sing it at the same time. Wow. This is something I have been doing all the time, wow. and I played only original songs and uh, I became the winner of the competition. I had no idea the next day, in fact, there were journalists from television, radio interviewing me. The next day I was on the cover of every major newspaper in the country.
2: Wow.
1: I had uh, endorsement from Nokia. I mean, not Nokia, Coca Cola, uh, Cadbury, Nigeria Limited, uh, Punch Skylark, Nigerian Limited, and um, they pay for my uh, stay in the Federal Palace Hotel. Yes, and uh, got me an air ticket to fly back to my state instead of going by road. Right. I left Lagos with a lot of money in my pocket and checks, and right. contact with a lot of prominent people. Right. You right. know, so that was the announcement of my talent on a national level. Yes, and then from there it, it you know, progressed to West Africa. Yes, and. Uh, I kept getting invitations from different places to perform, people will reach out to me. And um, uh, in 1987, when uh, they released the We Are The World for Ethiopia, I was the artist selected from Nigeria to take part in the USAID, We Are The World, tour to raise funds for Africa. We went to 40 countries in one year. You know, so that opened the world to me and myself to the world before coming to America.
0: Right, wow. Yes. Amazing, yeah, amazing story. And then tell us about your transition into the ministry because that's very um, inspiring.
1: Yes, I, I was always, um, into the gospel, uh, into church, and I had a calling on my life yes. as a youth coming up. I didn't know it. As somebody who saw my journey through newspapers and magazines, mm-hmm. he uh, at that time was a professor here right. in the uh, U- University of Um. Uh, uh, Clark Atlanta University, at that time.
0: Right.
1: And uh, he, he never knew, met me in person. Mm. And uh, he was coming to Nigeria. He wanted to meet me, so he met him, uh, me and uh, some members of my band. Right. We started a band after high school called The Visions. Right. right. And uh, He met with us. And uh, the next thing I saw when he returned to U.S., he got me an admission to Carver Bible College then, Mm. which is Carver University now in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. And uh, they gave me his work-study scholarship to come to U.S. Right. And that opened the door for me to come and study theology. Sure. And uh, before then, I had also studied uh, at the Hughes Hall College of uh, University of Cambridge in England. I took correspondence course with them while I was performing with my music.
2: Sure.
1: So I graduated from Carver with a, a Bachelor of Theology degree So that was uh, my launch pad into the ministry.
2: Yes.
1: And uh, right now I'm a global missionary. I travel and preach in different churches. I mentor a lot of young preachers who are calling to ministry across the continent of Africa. Yes. And I'm doing a lot back home too.
0: Sure.
1: No. Absolutely. That's my foray into the ministry aspect, sure. and I kept singing as well, gospel songs, inspirational yeah. songs in churches. I get invited to many churches to uh, minister in music. Sure, mm.
0: beautiful. And tell us about sort of being commissioned um, for the uh, 50th anniversary of uh, Martin Luther King and that um, how that came about.
1: Okay. Well, um, in 1995, I created uh, my own independent record label, Majesty Records Inc. And I also created a recording studio, Majesty Studios in Atlanta, which used to be one of the places to go for independent artists to meet Record executives and uh, uh, A and R from record labels to audition artists, and I help open the door for many artists, created quality music for them and provide opportunity for exposure. I believe in reaching out, and I've been helping a lot of talents. And uh, one of the times, uh, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Alvida King, yes. I heard about my studio and my, the quality of my work, right. and she came and did uh, some recording with her son and uh, another young lady I was mentoring right. that time, who is now a vocal coach for a major studio in Atlanta.
2: Right.
1: Wow. And uh, so they knew about my studio being one wow. of the prominent places in Atlanta. And they were going to do Dr. King's 50th anniversary of mm-hmm. I Have a Dream Speech yes. uh, mem- uh, uh, memorial program in Washington. Yes. And they were looking for songs that are relatable called there's a message in the song. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, so Dr. Alvida called me to a production meeting right. and I uh, went there and I got to meet the producer for C.C. Winans yes. uh, who was over the project. Right. And we clicked right away when we started talking music Yes. And they, were, they showed me some of the songs that they had already selected, right. played a few of them for me. Right. And then I had written this song mm-hmm. that I was inspired to write after I heard President Obama made a, a speech mm-hmm. to address the nation. And he says, America will recover. And out of that, I got the inspiration to write a song, We Shall Recover, which later retitled America Recovers. And I wrote this song talking about national unity, working together as a nation, pulling together to overcome the challenges of economic crisis or whatever was facing America as a nation. And um, I had a copy of it on my CD. So during the production meeting, I mentioned to them about the song. So they were curious to hear it. Mm -hmm. I went to the car, brought the CD and uh, played it for them. Everybody was shocked. Mm -hmm. They say we went over the whole country looking, went through 200 songs just to find the songs that are relevant to Dr. King. And here you already have it. So my song, America Recovers, was commissioned for the event. And we had to select artists from all over the United States to feature. That was the one that put me on a national limelight in America. Yes. Yes. Yes, we saw.
0: Our show is called um, Music and Medicine. When you hear those words, what does it mean to you?
1: Um, music is the most powerful uh, tool or key as far as I understand. Mm-hmm. Music is, is, uh, it has a healing property yeah. because it uh, addresses the, uh, the social, spiritual, as well as the physical aspect of a, a human body.
2: Absolutely.
1: And that's why when, even if it's a child, you begin to play music, the child will move to the rhythm because the music moves you. Yes. So music like is really medicine for the soul. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very appropriate title for your show. Sure. No, yes.
0: Absolutely. Music
1: no. is medicine for the soul.
0: Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. It A message you could leave us with in terms of of health and and music and growth. What are some of those words of wisdom that you would impart to some of the young people today?
1: Well, my appeal to not just young people, all the creators of music, is to think about the impact and the influence that we create and live in the lives of people. We should. uh, Create music that is uplifting, positive, inspiring, um, motivating, driving people to positive things than to negatives. Yes. And uh, not just think about making music to make money.
2: Yes.
1: We should think about the impact and the influence and the legacy that we leave behind will be something that add value to human life. Yes. Yes,
0: perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, your words and your music have been such a ministry to us and your ministry to others has also um, been music I know to their soul. And um, we feel like you're such a blessing and so wonderful to have had the chance to meet. Um, A big shout out to um, Cassandra Williams who put us in touch and um, you're just uh, have just such a beautiful spirit. It, It comes across in your humility as well as your humanity. And um, it's so clear that you love trying to help others. I wanted to make sure that we also let you talk about some of the work that you're doing um, with uh, some of the young people in, in your country.
1: Yes, um, I started a mentoring ministry in Africa. Yes, And right now I'm mentoring over 3000 young people. Majority of them are in the entertainment industry. Yeah. It's important to provide the guidance, and I'm also giving scholarship, educational and talent scholarship. Yeah. I have 50 students on my scholarship in various universities in Africa. Yeah. Uh, my dream is to provide education and talent scholarship for 10 million African youth. Wow. And by the grace of God in next year, being the year 2023, I plan to launch a foundation on Africa back to Africa Foundation. Uh, The essence of that organization is to give back to the cradle of mankind. Africa has provided life, provided civilization, provided natural and uh, other resources to the rest of the world. Yes. Africa can not, um, the rest of the world cannot live without Africa. Right. Most of the natural resources, whether it's gold, aluminium, silver, uh, cobalt, right. uh, uranium, or any other resources you can think of, 80% of it is in the land beneath the feet of Africa and the rest of the world needs Africa. And Africa has given so much to the world, not only in natural resources, but the uh, civilization, Uh, African-Americans who have left the soil of Africa have contributed immensely to the development and the building of America, Uh, it is time the rest of the world look towards giving back to the cradle of mankind. So I'm appealing to everybody to pull, uh, join hands with me in this project. I will be launching the Foundation Back to Africa Foundation next year officially. There is a music album project I will be putting out and it's titled Rise Again. And also I'm working on releasing uh, some other songs about social and in international issues affecting mankind, yes. which has to um, do with helping the job of what United Nation is doing in the world. And also um, some other songs that are relative related to the spiritual aspect of our lives yes 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 well so these are some of the things i'm doing and uh
0: yeah no i mean it's so clearly you use musical as a as a health vehicle and a ministry as well to to help others not only young people but like you said to help really uh, allow africa to take its um, true and rightful place with all that it's given it's more than time to continue to, to support and to appreciate have a better dialogue about um, all that we have benefited from in terms of its resources so thanks so much for all the effort you've put forth the uh, way your life is column full circle um, is just you know simply amazing and your spirit to give um, selflessly is really uh, incredible and uh, so appreciated. I thank you so much for your time and and bestowing your talents upon us. Um, and uh, you're really a blessing. So I thank you so much for this opportunity to talk with you.
1: Thank you, and thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here with you. And also, I, I forgot to mention I'm working on a movie project, um, which. It's going to be very uplifting. Yes. Uh, The movie is started back to the palace. Mm. It's about a royal black family that lives in France. Mm. And a couple of their children decide to venture out into the world on their own. Mm. And come to America to experience the life of America as well as going into business but uh, there will be more information about it later.
0: Sure, absolutely. No, Thanks so much. We appreciate the little tidbits and preview and learning about what's coming down the pike. Um, Thank you so much for joining us and God's continued blessings on you and your journey. Thank you.
1: Amen, and thanks for having me.